Welcome, welcome to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis, where every day I aim to bring you the latest in UFO reports and other fascinating stories from around the globe. Today is Saturday, February 3rd, 2018, and on Fridays, be sure to catch my talk show, The Outlander, at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, where I answer your emails, take your calls, and interview some intriguing guests. Just go to irnchat.com to chat and interact and listen live to the Outlander show. And go to heidihollis.com for more information and blasting off with some UFO reports. UFO sighting in Karakamacross County, Monaghan. Ooh, I don't know where that is. This is a UFO blast from the past. This occurred September 30th, 1996. In brief, the witness states, a 30-minute observation of slow-moving object moving east to west and overhead, then retracing its path. In more detail, I live in the northeast of Ireland in October 1996, walking home at 1 a.m., I noticed what looked like a very bright star in the distance and to the east. It was so bright, I began to think it might be a searchlight on a helicopter, although it didn't appear to emit a beam. After a few moments, I was unsure but felt it might be two separate lights and decided it must be a helicopter in the distance and continued home. At 1.30 a.m., I went outside to put rubbish in the bin and saw an object almost directly overhead. I could make out a shape up to the object, but there were four rectangular white lights in the shape of a diamond and a green light in the center. I'm guessing it was at an altitude of 1,000 to 1,500 feet, and if so, then it was probably bigger in length and width than a jumbo jet and the lights were each as big as a bus. It was silent. And moving north, west, at about five miles per hour, I watched it travel about 300 meters, and it appeared to stop. It didn't turn, but started to move back towards me and retrace its path. I observed it for 30 minutes as it slowly moved back to the original position I had first observed it at 1 a.m. This is how I determined it was the same object I had originally seen. My estimate of its altitude is based in part on the fact I had to move more than once to keep it in sight because of the terrain and buildings meant I couldn't keep it in view from one spot. I was now observing exactly what I had been observing at 1 a.m., And at this moment, a young woman who lives nearby came along and I pointed it out to her. She told me that she had some friends had observed the same thing a week earlier, doing exactly the same thing. The next UFO sighting happened in Smith's Creek, Michigan. This occurred January 10th, 2018. In brief, the witness state, I was taking a picture of the clouds because they seemed to be forming oddly. I didn't see any lights when I was taking the picture. It was only a couple of days ago when I was looking at my photos that I noticed these lights in the sky, in 
my photo. In more detail, I was outside shoveling snow at my home at 7.15 in the morning on January 10th. I'm a big sky watcher, so when I noticed some odd-looking clouds forming, I decided to take a couple of photos. I only witnessed the clouds forming. I didn't see the lights that are visible on my photo until just a couple of days ago when I was looking through my pictures. In my photo, I saw two groups of lights. One on in the middle left of the photo and another group in the upper right of my photo. Looking closer, I noticed several other lights and blue orbs upper right of group of lights on left side of picture. Okay. To the left of the left group of lights, I also noticed a square formation of four lights. There are also more lights to the left of those four square lights, but it looks like I might have cut some out when taking the picture. Like I said, I never saw any lights whatsoever. It was a flurrying a little, as you can see in the picture, but you can see the snowflakes show differently than these lights I captured. Isn't it wild how people always say, I, there was nothing there, I swear. I took these pictures, there was nothing there. I look at the pictures and holy smokes, there's all these things. How many times do we miss stuff that's just fluttering by in our face, but we can't capture it? Man, maybe we should put the GoPro and attach it to our forehead and see what we catch, right? <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> Might give me a headache, though, but okay. Moving on, the next UFO sighting. This occurred in California. That's all it says. <laughs> and this occurred November 28, 2017, and then they just call it a spinning disc. Ah, in more detail, Emeryville, California. Around 2 p.m. on November 28th, it was a cloudless day with a light blue sky. Warm and sunny. Oh, they're painting such a picture. In our complex, we have a spa that faces north. Must be nice. That day, I decided to go and use the spa to soothe my sore back. As I was sitting in the spa and facing north, I was looking above the roof of my complex and noticed something glittering up in the sky above my building up in the sky. I noticed something moving back and forth in a zigzag-like fashion. It would come closer, then it would zigzag back like 10 miles or so, and then zigzag back and spin. You can see it in the video I took of with my Samsung 5 camera phone. The whole thing lasted about three minutes, but I'm sure this was already there when I arrived at the spa. Due to the brightness of the day, I was discouraged from filming more due to battery life and storage. I was mesmerized by the way it moved and excited to see it fly like that. I loved it. Not my first sighting. I'm 65 years old and have seen them throughout my life. I know they are there. I have always known they are there. Well, good for you. Awesome. Okay. The next UFO sighting happened in Melagoan. Melagoan? Mm-hmm. This occurred on January 18th, 2018. In brief, the witness states, we have not seen the UFO. It's captured in camera. Okay, they're, they're numbering things here. Number one, we were on an open ground observing a possible plane 
asteroid or meteor that we had been tracking since many days. First, we sighted that object on the 6th of January, 15th of January, 18th of January, 21st, 23rd, 26th, 28th, all of January. All the dates we clicked photos and took videos, and to our surprise, we found three unidentified objects around the bright light. Number two, we noticed the object captured in photo and video. Number three, UFO. <laughs> I don't know what people number. Okay, number four, the object has a reflective surface and a shadow at its bottom. It moves with a great speed which cannot, uh, which cannot be seen with the naked eye. Its path is not in a straight line, but seems like it's observing something around the possible meteor. We were stunned to see the pictures on January 6th. Then we decided to take videos and photos of that meteor or plane around which we saw these objects. We informed each person in our contact to the same and almost in every picture taken from different parts of the city we found the object. We never saw it with the naked eye. But for sure, it's not a camera glitch. If it had been a glitch, it does not occur in every camera at the same time. Okay. An alien encounter in Oregon, November 20th, 2017. In brief, the witness states, was reviewing picture from a trip to the Oregon coast when I noticed a figure in the window. Ooh. And then they don't give much more detail. Was reviewing a picture from a trip I took to Oregon coast when I noticed a human-like figure with big black eyes looking into the window. This came as a big shock to me as I did not experience anything paranormal during my stay. But when I was around seven to eight years old, I did see a UFO. Okie dokie, I'm losing my voice, don't mind me. <laughs> the next UFO sighting happened in Montague, Prince Edward Island. <laughs> this occurred July 20th, 2017. Lights in the sky, shot with Android phone. Two videos about 10 minutes long. Video kind of dark. Lights turning to rings simultaneously. Lights would go out, then others appear, illuminating the sky around the water under. Yellowish mist in air when all done. Hm. Must have been stinky. Um, in more detail, reporting from my son who witnessed lights in the sky, July 20th, 2017, at approximately 10.25 p.m., was witnessed by himself, his girlfriend, her brother, and my grandson, who's eight years old, was shot on an Android phone, two videos about 10 minutes long each, was sent one of the videos to my Facebook account. Video shows lights in the sky pulsating and not moving, sometimes a couple at a time, which simultaneously pulses and turns to rings and back again. Was a mist in the air when sighting was over. Lights below in the video are the street lights and car lights leading into Georgetown P. Pay? Okay. <laughs> video was shot in Lower Montague overlooking Georgetown. Lights can be seen reflecting off of water as well as lighting the sky, which is not seen in video. Sun said a mist was in the air when the sighting was over, a yellowish mist. 
have a video shared from my son to my Facebook timeline. Unsure how to share this report. Well, we got it. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> the next UFO sighting, Black Triangle sighting in Buffalo Mills, Pennsylvania. This occurred January 28, 2018. Double triangle shape, red, white light, south to east, silent, fast. Saw from front deck, low clouds disappeared over mountain. In more detail. In front of my house facing south, putting dogs out. Waiting for them to finish. Looked straight in front of me. Saw big, red, white lights randomly pulsating in double triangle pattern. Could not see actual surface of craft. It moved at a very fast pace from south to east. The sky was cloudy. Seemed like low cloud cover. Could see the glow of the moon in the northeast, but couldn't actually see it. It was moving towards the mountains to the southeast, so I yelled for my wife to come look. We both saw it moving before it went behind the mountain. The mountain is state game land, 48 acres, oh, 48A, which is 16,000 acres. It made one more appearance between mountaintops and disappeared again. At first, I thought it was the space station, but knew the cloud cover would prohibit that. I knew that based on cloud cover, apparent size and speed, no noise, it was a UFO. I would guess the size to be as big as our house or more, which is 40 by 60. Four minutes later, I saw two white lights like LEDs move just north of our house from east to west. Once it passed, I could see the tail where one was a blinking white light. I thought maybe it was a plane, but it was silent and had two front white lights, not one light. I made this report right away so I could remember it as accurately as possible. Well, touche. The next UFO sighting happened in Monrovia, California. Ooh, UFO blast from the past here. This occurred May 31st, 2004. Object appeared for approximately 30 seconds before vanishing in the span of roughly three seconds. At the time of the encounter, roughly midday, I was leaving in a large, huh? Oh, laying in a large re reclining lawn chair positioned in the center of the lower half of our yard. My mother was approximately 30 feet away, tending to her garden. My dog was in approximately the same area as my mother. For some reason, I decided to look directly above me. <laughs> For some reason, you're lounging. Okay, anyways, where I saw the ovular object hovering perhaps 300 feet directly overhead. If held at arm's length, I would say it would take up roughly the same space as a small pizza along the axis of the object. Hmm. The object was roughly twice as long as it was wide. I distinctly remember feeling curious, <laughs> I hope so, wondering what this strange thing was. I also remember feeling a slight apprehension or incredibly mild fear at the sight of the object. Okay. Watching it for several seconds, I noticed that it seemed to lack a definite outline, seeming somewhat fuzzy. I blinked several times, fearing I might have accidentally looked at the sun <laughs> and that this was some strange after effect to no avail. The object remained. 
The object itself was the deepest, darkest shade of pitch black I have ever seen. There seemed to be no shine, reflectivity, or other light affecting the coloration of the blackness. Emanating from the center of the craft was an extremely dark purple pulsating that radiated outward from the center until it reached the edge of the object where it dissipated. Oh, I like that. That's a nice mixture of colors there. Purple. Um, watching it for several moments, the object eventually, in the span of one or two seconds, gradually, gradually faded out of sight. At no, no point did it perform any maneuvers or move in any way. I looked up, saw it, watched it, and it disappeared. I remember that it never occurred to look away from the object. I felt fascinated by it and wanted to keep watching it. I'm also not entirely aware of how much time elapsed. 30 seconds is merely the best estimate I am able to give. Being outside, I had no ready access to a timepiece. <laughs> Snapping back to my perceptions, I looked over and saw my mother and dog. I was matter-of-factly asked her if she had seen the thing in the sky. She then replied, what thing in the sky? Since she hadn't seen it, I dismissed the conversation with a quick, never mind. Huh? Dude, you didn't say, hey, look. <laughs> Probably the oddest thing about this is that I remember the incident as clear as day. While the memory of it almost all of my young childhood is extremely faded or non-existent. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but I feel I should include that. I was noted very early in my education as being very intellectually gifted. I was a candidate to skip grades several times. I was tested as having the reading ability of a college freshman in the fifth grade. Also of note is that as a child, I was absolutely terrified being or sleeping in my own bedroom, huh. such that it was more frightened by being there than I have ever been by nothing else in my life thus far. Wow, that's fascinating. Could potentially be a pattern of alien contact. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> All right. This next UFO sighting, Black Triangle sighting in Mililani, Hawaii. This occurred January 26, 2018. In brief, the witness states three tubes triangle with pinnacle star size magenta light flash one time then brightened to white off horizon from driver's seat oh boy these names of hawaii are something else we're gonna we're gonna try to tackle it as best as we can in more detail the witness states i parked on akamananani street about 20 feet before the fire hydrant right side of street checking friday night text messages number two i just sent something and glanced up i did a double take before staring at it number three i thought nothing just a glance up then went whoa and glanced again and saw a different thing than i've ever seen anywhere else number four especially after i realized there were long horizontal lights down each tube the tubes seemed to have some thick ribs spaced quite a distance apart, joined together with something thinner and darker. The pinnacle of the isosceles triangle had a space where the star-sized light twinkled. Then, as I was trying to see it clearly, it flashed. 
After the flash, it got a brighter white and all the other things on the tubes grew brighter to drown out any definition. Hmm. I'm okay. This is a black triangle they're describing. Uh, the clouds then moved until it was covered completely. Number five, I was surprised, shocked how large this triangle noticed that there is structure, metallic, lead, not very shiny, but also not reflecting the long, bright white light. I was excited. The sky was clear, too. Each side, two, two times the length of a 747 at boarding gate perspective, probably two and a half miles away towards Pearl Harbor. There were no other aircraft in the sky. I only kept looking because after I noticed the triangle-shaped light in the sky, I grew up not far from a naval air base in the country. On the landing and departure path, uh, they're just kind of jumping around, aren't they? Bucks County Fields, where I saw F-18 pilots wave at me below radar as a kid on my bike. So I know this wasn't even a flying wing or a black triangle. I know about the TR-3B. I've driven into the highway at night when I, what I thought was a stealth came in and was above my vehicle. Afterwards, I looked around. Haven't seen a picture like this triangle. Definitely not. No light arrangement and a long rectangle. No. Connecting dark tube that lights up a, to a star-sized magenta orange. It seems separate from the triangle. Then it flashed brighter and returned to normal. Then it became brighter till I... Turned it turned bright white light. Then the tube lights up. The cloud cover, I mean, the moon was pretty much covered in the sky behind me. Lost sight of the object due to cloud cover. Moving in once the lights blinded out the structure. The poor quality of video I took kind of on my iPhone 5S is on my periscope. However, since I'm in Hawaii, on Oahu, I've seen so many lights maneuvering the beach in the past. I tried to get them on iPhone 5S, and it's not much to look at. I know the lighting wasn't good either, so I decided to get a good look at it since the phone cam wouldn't have gotten the detail in the night sky on a fairly dimly lit street, almost dark. as a waste of time. I could try to make a dry, drawing or better than that color pencil. Kind of sad. Yeah, you know, that's so true. It's like people have these magnificent sightings and people like oh if you want to prove ufos are real like oh what's this face tyson the astrophysicist said oh then make a million bucks get a really good video everybody's got a camera on their on their phone hd quality well you know what these things are not like just <laughs> above your head and i'm sorry but the naked eye is just a bit better than a camera and can't capture all the details when there's bad lighting I mean, you can't get a good picture in a birthday party with bad lighting. So, jeez, million-dollar picture. I mean, then the ones that are too clear, what do we say? Oh, that was doctor. That was photoshopped. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, people try, and it's true. It's really difficult to get a good shot of such things. And, this is the kicker, as if they hear you, I'm going to go get my camera. Boom, they're gone. Don't take your eyes off of them. They're like, oh, she's getting her camera. <laughs> and they're gone. They don't want that proof either out there, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to some paranormal points, because we have to always touch on a paranormal story, don't we? Because it's just fun. It's just fun to do, I think, anyways. This one is called My Experience with Goatman's Bridge. 
And this experiencer says, I used to be hardcore into the whole paranormal thing when I was a kid, but like most people, I would grow out of it as I got older. Okay, not me. But a trip to Denton, Texas would open my mind back up to the idea that there are things that just cannot be explained. I live in Plano and have a pal who would often go exploring places in the DFW area, parks, creeks, even a few abandoned buildings. My pal, Kath, decided to ditch the normal routine of exploring the usual and brought up the old Alton Bridge in Denton as a spot to check out and said it was supposedly haunted and had, well, hmm, a goat man there. I laughed and asked why would a dinky old bridge be haunted and that this is when she told me about the man who killed and was hung by the KKK. Oh, that's sad. Only to find that the noose they threw over the bridge with the man had nobody on it and no trace of the body. She also told me that another local legend says that the goat man trumps through the woods. I scratch my head at the two stories. After all, it's a bit odd to have two different kinds of spooky activity go on at a place. So I said, for the heck of it, let's go check it out. Now, this is where it gets a little goofy, but then a little weird. I have a set of Stormtrooper armor for Star Wars. <laughs> and I figured we could take some cool pictures in the area while we were at it. Mm-hmm, sure. So imagine me in this plastic getup, walking with Kath, <laughs> checking the place out. It was pretty much empty when we got there, so we started going to the bridge. It had a lot of graffiti on it, and most of them were pretty strange. It was like, kill yourself now, the goat man is watching. Oh, goat man, save me, sacrifice yourself to him. I figured it was just some edgy kids being, well, edgy. So we walked across the bridge, not noticing really anything out of the ordinary, and went our way into the woods. It was then, halfway through our walk, that looped us back to the entrance of the other area of the bridge. Did I feel a strange feeling like I was all alone? despite having Kath with me, and like the presence that you couldn't see. It was odd, but not unnerving enough to make me want to turn back. I took my helmet off and looked around before taking a deep breath and huffing it out. Kath asked me if anything was up, and I said, nah, and put the trooper helmet back on. I still felt watched, but kept going through the trail. Here and there, though, I started feeling that unnerving feeling grow slightly more and more as we walked. It was strange. Whatever was making me feel this odd feeling was following us. Maybe Goatman had never seen a plastic man before, I thought to myself. <laughs> me and Kath made our way through about the rest of the trail, and I could see the trees thin out. I then decided for some reason to look down and check for mud on my boots when I noticed a few noises around. Faint sounds of tree branches being moved. I looked around and had to take the helmet off again to get a better look. Kath asked me if I heard that. Yeah, I did. We stood there for a good five minutes looking around trying to find where the noise was. Kath asked if I wanted to get back moving and I decided to hang around another minute. More checking to make sure the costume parts were all secure on me and we moved on. As we got to the end of the woods, it was when I suddenly felt creeped out and felt something gently push on the back plate of my chest armor. What the heck, I said in a raised, confused tone. Kath was in front of me and asked me if I was all right as I spun around, bringing an arm up to try and touch whoever it was that touched me. But nothing. Nothing was there. I felt myself get goosebumps and my hair stand on end. I asked Kath what the heck just happened, 
only to get told that she had no clue. I took my helmet off yet again and carried it in my hands the rest of the walk home, both of us looking pretty darn confused. Neither of us said a word as we went back our way the rest of the trail into her car. I took my gear off and hopped into the car, thinking that this was the end of it. But the weirdest part was yet to happen. I got home and later that night went to bed pretty late, about 3 a.m. if I recall. I fell asleep pretty easy, but I got awoken up wide awake by a hard slam on my bed, as if it was done by somebody using their hand. I usually sleep facing the wall on my bed and was frozen stiff, too scared to look over to see what had done it. I stayed still, not moving an inch until the shock wore off and jumped out of bed, scrambling to turn on the lamp by the bed, and not a darn trace of anything or anyone was seen. Nothing. Zilch. It's been a year almost since this happened, and I still cannot come up with an explanation to what happened, but I will tell you, I believe in the paranormal now. There are some things that you can't believe until you experience it for yourself. I am somewhat grateful. I haven't had another encounter with whatever it was and decided to interact with me. Sounds like it followed you home. <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting story. Well, I have to thank you all for listening to UFO Headline News with me, Heidi Hollis. And be sure to check out UFOHeadlineNews.com every single day. Check out my other two shows. I do the Outlander on Fridays, the Kevin Cook Show on Tuesdays. Both are at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. And check out my paranormal comic strip, The Outlanders, at theoutlanderscomic.com. And everything I mentioned here is at HeidiHollis.com. If you've experienced something out of the ordinary and want some level-headed advice, or if you've seen a UFO and want to share, be sure to write me through my main website, HeidiHollis.com, or you. HN at InceptionRadioNetwork.com. Remember always to keep an open mind so you can stay informed and inspired. <laughs>